Live from your mom's 1997 Toyota Tercel. It's a Woke Data Wednesday spectacular. Ooh, here at the Woke Data yes, Arts and it. Sciences Center. Joined as always by Emma, always lurking, and Matt, never Muscardi. I'm collusion. The, the real question to Matt no. is why do I introduce people when they're not here? What's the point of that? I don't know why I do that. Not only that, but it when you write the intro for Emma, she reads it as if she's you. Well, notice that she doesn't like even change it. Ever since I've been writing her intro, she hasn't been showing up for the show. <laughs> that's the, that's been driving her away. In today's angular scented bag of sadness colored nuggets called July 27th, 2022, BlackRock versus BlackRock and Matt's anti 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 woke report. Actually, my my BlackRock versus BlackRock report kind of is a anti 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 woke report, I think too. <laughs> okay, we'll see. <laughs> all right, here's what I did. Here's what I'm working on all morning. I, and again, I asked the question: Why do I bother? Why do I do this? This is like I don't know why we do anything since, we do anymore. Since eight in the morning, I've had open the the 2022 BlackRock Investment Stewardship Report, and then I also opened the 2021 BlackRock Investment Stewardship Report. Why? Just think, Nobody people, else. this is what we do. <laughs> this is pretty insane, the isn't value it? add. Uh, but I think there would be a few people in the audience who are going to like this. And for you for you people who work at BlackRock, uh, feel free to, to disagree and yell at me. Like, engage with the show. I, you might think that my assessment is completely rudimentary and ridiculous. So tell me. Tell me why I'm, I suck. I think they, they're going to have an issue with the way you say rudimentary. <laughs> Here we go. Random thoughts in no particular order. Again, I compared these reports side by side, and there's there's a, there's actually a lot to discuss here, but I'm going to spare you and only discuss about 400 hours worth. So here we go. Oh, thank God. And no particular order. Uh, we'll start with uh, management proposals. Yeah, management proposals. So again, this is the uh, investment stewardship team at BlackRock. This is essentially how they voted uh, at Proxy, the alternative democracy, right? This is their power. All right. At work. This is what they do. This is the power of BlackRock in action. Okay. So, so while yes, the the percentages were slightly higher last year. Uh, for votes against management and votes against directors, oh, that's pretty good. Pretty much the same. It's it's the language change that actually appealed to me. The language ah. change. <laughs> okay, let's go. In over 2021, it. they would say total votes against director election. In 2022, they purposefully changed. Remember, because we've written these reports, Matt, and there's a lot of copy and pasting and just kind of changing a few numbers. Yeah, you just keep it. Yeah, they purposefully changed. Uh, tables and labels and here's how it changed 2021 total votes against director election 2022 total director elections BlackRock did not support very subtle oh. but very important as you'll see for the rest of my report uh, the same thing goes uh, for the, the the companies voted against uh, they changed it they changed voted against who did not support and you'll see this throughout the report some some intern at BlackRock had to take out the word against as many times as they could because against implies that I, I suppose, Matt, that BlackRock is a, is the woke police changing the yeah, world. Yeah, that seems like police rather than gently did not support. And, and I know you think I'm all crazy, especially those who work at BlackRock, but I'm not. I'm sorry. It's in there. Let's move on. <laughs> 
Shareholder proposals. <laughs> okay, this one, now we're starting to see something here. 2021, they supported 18% of these. This one fell to 12% in 2022. That's a, that's a significant drop in this yeah, world. That's, that's a lot, yeah. And, and again, here's how the language changed. Uh, in 2021, voted against for climate-related concerns. 2022, companies where we voted to signal concerns about climate action or disclosure. <laughs> so, they, so again, they're really softening. They don't want anyone to think that they that they have a, a thought or an opinion about anything. Wow. Yeah. I it, mean, this is. I actually. Yeah, you can. This is this is important. It. Oh, important. It, no, I love stop, it. Stop! Stop your sentence. It's important. Stop the show. <laughs> it, I love it. This is because I used to write these kinds of reports yeah. for ten years. I yes. wrote reports. It's like what we did. Yeah. And we thought about every time we changed the language and there was 1,200 people who had to read a report before it ever went out. Yep. And they would change it to soften it 55 times. And one of two things is probably happening here. Either A, the person writing the report is um, different and no, likes their own language. Or B, yes. BlackRock is making a strategic decision yes. to soften its language so you don't think that they're aggressive the in ding, any ding, ding way, button. shape, or form. Okay, uh, more proof of this. Uh, in 2021, they had a whole say on pay table. Uh, uh, BlackRock votes on management say on pay proposals. All the votes against. Nice big table. 20 votes against. They give you all the information. A lot of good disclosure here. 2022, this table is removed from the report. Again, <laughs> again, we've written these reports. This is highly unusual. There's no reason not to disclose this other than the fact that this is a trigger for anti-woke people that, that BlackRock even votes against say on pay proposals. But again, they removed this completely. You, you have anything to say? Can I keep moving on? Uh, you can keep moving on, but I did notice that the way... I mean, yeah. part of the reason why they might have actually removed this one oh, is I had a it. hard time understanding what stop, it actually said. Stop. I did not really get it. I didn't get it. Uh, Twenty. Uh, let's move on to climate and natural capital. This is a section on climate and natural capital, and this is the big one because let's not forget that uh, Larry Fink had a very strongly worded letter about this uh, a few years ago. For Ca 10 years. Calling yeah. out CEOs to get on board, and let, oh, we got to deal with this climate crisis, right? Okay, so here's the... Get th on the climate This train. is an important section because you, you do see a dramatic shift here. Um... First of all, 2022 comes right right out and says it. We were more supportive of management, recognizing signif oh. significant progress from companies. If you can imagine. Oh. Yeah. I wait. Mean, wait a minute. Yeah. They they literally just said they, li they li we agree explicitly with said we were more supportive of management. I mean, again, the people in legal or marketing or wherever at BlackRock, they're playing a, a very specific game here. They're 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 afraid they're to say. Language that Look, I usually yeah. agree with nothing you say, <laughs> and this is one hundred percent. I agree with this. Here's the data proof. Uh, they they supported uh, three hundred and twenty one climate proposals last year. Only two hundred and thirty four this year. They voted against two hundred and fifty six directors last year for climate related concern to one hundred and seventy six this year. So. Yeah. Climate's not a concern this year. It is no longer a concern, except for in the APAC region. Except in Asia, this, it looks like they're still willing to call people out. But you can see on this chart I included uh, that only the, only Matt can see is that, uh, especially in the U.S., uh, 
this is really falling. It's really it's a big decline here. And, yeah, big decline. Okay, let's go. Let's get to the this language again. Let's 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 stick with the language uh, analysis. The in introduction to this section is very telling. In 2021, the report said. BlackRock, as a long-term investor on behalf of our clients, believes that climate risk is investment risk and that every company's business model will be profoundly affected by the transition to a net zero economy. In, tw in 2022, they said climate risk and the energy transition are long-term factors impacting businesses and communities globally. And while companies in different sectors and geographies will be affected differently, this transition is an increasingly unavoidable investment issue. So again, they just went from... Climate risk is an invest is a long term investment risk to like well you know these things kind of affect these companies a little bit maybe they're over there a little bit I don't know we'll see but there are two like keywords that stuck out to 2022 to me which are the insertion of the word long term so now they're basically saying like okay we know it's a risk it's a long-term risk it's a someday risk we're just saying it with all the someday risks like <laughs> asteroids and aliens right and they also said unavoidable investment increasingly yeah, unavoidable. Like we can't don't blame us we have to it, it's someone else's problem <laughs> somebody else did a thing it's not us it's just it's just like a like somebody put us on the train tracks it's unavoidable. The train's going to come. It's, uh, we just don't. Right? There's nothing we can do. In their main takeaway section, again, on climate, in 2021, they say climate risk is investment risk. 2022, they say that uh, BlackRock's approach to climate risk and the and opportunities and the global energy transition is based on our role as a fiduciary to our clients. So so they've gone from... Ooh, your, they use the F word. They've gone from your cool kind of radical uncle to your very conservative grandpa. Like all in one. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they did. They dropped the F word. Yeah. Fiduciary. Yeah. And, and they added the O word. They added opportunities. They added opportunities. Like, there's some money to be made here. Money to be made here. 2021. They use some key language here that, that this is a, this is, you call this a, a, a dog whistle for activists. We engage with companies. We ask for sufficient disclosures. In 2022, they said, they got rid of all that. And they said, we are interested in hearing from companies. <laughs> what? <laughs> So again, they're they're getting rid of all the they're getting rid of all the activist language. They're going right back to like, eh, you know, maybe reach out to I us mean, if you can if you're not busy. What are you, what are you pen pals now with the companies? You, you own the companies. You're interested in hearing from the companies. Like, like well, we wrote a we wrote a nice letter to them um, two years ago. We're really hoping that they get back to us. We're interested in hearing. And here's my that's where we're at. And here's maybe my favorite switch in the language here. And again, this is a you know here's a there's a nerdy analyst changing all the words to all the language here to appease somebody. But uh, last year they talk about uh, use and management of natural capital, including natural resources such as air, water, land, minerals, and forests. They actually changed it in 2022. Natural capital, i.e. the supply of the world's natural resources from which economic value and benefits can be derived. Wow. Wow. <laughs> right? so, so they've completely turned wow. back to like, how can we use natural resources to make some money, people? Not how can we save the planet. 
That's actually important because they did not say, like, that is going from effectively stakeholders, where natural resources are shared resources of all stakeholders, to we are specifically only talking about things with economic value. We do not care yeah. about the stakeholders. It's the economic value that we're targeting. And worth noting here, they did not have air and wind as their elements. <laughs> and so to be to, to be clear, if, if they were if given the phrase stakeholder capitalism last year, this year they put a line through stakeholder. I'm just saying. I, I, yeah. No judgment. I'm just saying yeah, what they you did. Are correct. Last you year are correct. they included a link to Larry Fink's strongly worded climate letter to CEOs. A nice big fat link. They they were really pushing people to go read it this year. Gone, of course, gone. They don't want people to read of that course, letter yeah, anymore. That makes sense. Uh, let's move over to the social. That was the environmental section. The social section, pretty simple. Uh, total engagements are down in 2022. And, and the percentage of su proposals supported is, is way down. In, in 2021, they supported 36% of, of S proposals, social proposals. Wow. 2022, down to 19%. So already we're seeing a significant <laughs> drop, drop here. Uh, <laughs> well, is that Larry? Yeah, and finally, let's get to the the uh, the uh, conclusion, the, the, what they call the parting thoughts. Okay, again, this oh, is telling okay. language here. Okay, in tw in okay. 2021. Well, first of all, let's just start with in, in 2021. The parting thoughts section was 238 words. In 2022, it was 117 words. So they're already getting rid of all the, the poetry. Oh, wow, they didn't have any thoughts Take this the year. poetry 2022, out. there's nothing to talk about. 2021 starts with this. Investment stewardship has long contributed to BlackRock's mission of helping more and more people experience financial well-being. That's what they actually said in 2021. In 2022, mission. they get rid of that completely and they say, to open up their parting thoughts, we expect to continue to take a measured approach to our stewardship activities on behalf of clients. Wow. <laughs> That's a big difference. That is terrible. That's a huge difference. Uh, they had a mission before. Last year, they were a mission. This year, there's no mission. And finally, in 2021, they say, we have been encouraged by companies' responses to the turbulent events of 2020, as well as the coordinated efforts emerging between companies governing bodies and investors to accelerate progress on environmental and social risks and opportunities. In 2022, that language was completely scrubbed. And instead they say, we continuously receive useful feedback from companies and clients as we engage over the proxy year. And these insights will help us refine our global principles and voting guidelines. So they're, Wow. They're, they're completely back to like a, a completely wishy-washy nothing's going on. We're not we're nothing. We're like empty vessels. Compl it is worth one saying year. that we are the only one, one only ones doing a an, an linguistic analysis <laughs> of the BlackRock. Yeah, I think this is important. I, I think this feeds into your anti-woke reports because this is proof right here that in the span of 12 months that already nobody wants to save the world anymore. They just they they they're, yeah, they're, they're fiduciaries. The anti-wokes are winning, except that they're actually not the winners. So here's my anti-woke yes. war escalation risk alert. Um, and this is actually an unintended consequence of the anti-woke stupidity. And it's not just BlackRock changes its language. Here's a short history, all right? We talked about this in pre-production. But Elon Musk leaves California because it's too woke. Right. Arguably the first move in the anti-woke movement, yeah. the modern anti-woke movement, okay. maybe. You know, like... Um, moves to Texas where it's like more business friendly and he doesn't have so many like 
you know, his employees don't have so many legal rights and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, at, at the same time, somewhere in Florida, companies are offering to pay for gender uh, affirming care um, travel. Right. That's the anti anti woke counter move. OK. Where they're basically saying like, OK, you're going to ban gender affirming care in California. You're going to ban all sorts of stuff. Guess what? We're going to send them somewhere else and we'll pay for it. So F you. We care about our employees not to be outdone, of course. Texas and Florida are both proposing um, they have laws now punishing companies who pay for travel for employees. Um, Anything that's not like a white male getting like their prostate checked Mm -hmm. is basically or Viagra or yeah, you're banned for right now that can only really be described as anti anti anti. anti I'm still with you so far. We're we're, you're with me so far. We're anti the anti and the of the anti. And now here's the latest addition to this short history of anti-woke stupidity, which is California's Governor Newsom yes. signs gun law modeled after Texas abortion ban. We're using Texas's perverse abortion law to actually save lives, he said. It's an anti-anti-anti-anti-woke move. I like right? it. There are four antis in. I like is it. what we are. Here are my thoughts, though. Here's where it's a risk alert. Both of these laws, when you read the actual legal lease that they put in, they effectively create private citizen action, mm-hmm. is what they call it. It's like citizen arrests, right. where you can generate a bounty as a private citizen if you point out someone who's doing these things and they are successfully prosecuted by the state. So in Texas, you will point out the window and say that woman's going to get an abortion yep. and she is and Texas finds out and they get her and they prosecute her. You get a bounty. Mm-hmm. The same thing is true in California now. If you see someone else moving a bazooka <laughs> yeah. um, uh, and they're selling it to an 18-year-old, yeah. right. um, now um, uh, you can you can collect a bounty on that if... Uh, okay. If you pro- if they get prosecuted, okay. Sure. You with me? Yeah, kind of. I don't. But, I don't like this world, though. I, it doesn't sound like a fun world to live in. But guess who wins when that's the world that I can, we're creating? You know what? I, I can guess, but tell me. The win, the big winner. Yes. Is tech? Of course. Is Silicon Valley they're, Bros? They're the really only ones enabling you to track anyone. Well, there are two apps specifically okay. that basically monitor your neighbors and your neighborhood in oh, real I think time. I know what you're talking so about. Every yeah. time Susie takes the trash out, you get yourself a little safety alert that says trash out neighbor, right? Yeah. Is that, tags is that true? Alerts. Is this a real thing? These are real things. One is called the Citizen app. What? Which, when it launched, yeah. it was actually originally called Vigilante, oh. and they dialed that back. <laughs> okay, like BlackRock. Um, it monitors all police and neighborhood reports, your neighbors or, or police okay, reports okay, okay. about um, criminal activity in the area, 911 calls, yeah, yeah. fires, everything. Sounds so you depressing. pull up where you Got are, uh-huh. and in a five, like a, a certain radius, it says, here's all the suspicious activity yeah. happening in real time. And you can submit oh. to Citizen, right? Yeah. Sounds um, frightening. And then there's, there's another one called the Neighbors app, which actually leverages home video devices like oh, like ring your, your like ring yes. exactly or the google nest mm-hmm. or whatever and you can upload those videos and tag them and you're like suspicious person oh, suspicious God. package yeah. suspicious walker oh, all that stuff walker. and you're anonymized <laughs> yeah. yeah you're anonymized uh, right you're, that's called so walking while black reports. and young unfortunately 
So the neighbor's app allows you to pull up the radius and see all the suspicion tags and criminal These are tags real things? These are, are real apps. Real things. Ugh. And I haven't dropped the best part. Because when you think about this, if you're encouraging spying on your neighbors, and it could be worth $10,000, right? The incentive you have is to use an app like this to go see if Susie put an embryo in her trash mm -hmm. or a bazooka in her trash yeah. and maybe collect 10000 bucks. And now there's an app to help you do that, right? Yeah. These apps... The Neighbors app is owned and operated by Amazon. Oh. Amazon created it. Okay. Amazon owns it. They'll they run it. So you are in a back-end server for Andy Jassy and Jeff Bezos right. to big, monitor big everything data grab, you do. I guess. The other app, yeah. Citizens, which was originally called Vigilante, was started by a guy named Andrew Frame, whose company is funded by Peter Thiel, and Thiel is on their board. Oh, wonderful. So the people who are tracking your individual neighbors, you are uploading all sorts of stuff. It's all, you think it's all great. You're going to catch all the criminals next mm -hmm. door. Yeah, Peter Thiel is making it possible for you to do that. And here mm -hmm. is some collateral, mm -hmm. right? Okay. So um, Neighbors is built for Ring. It can use anything. Here's a quote from a New York Times article about Amazon's run Neighbors app. Quote, just enter your address and there you have it, a map of five mile radius uh, of your home littered with tags like suspicious, crime, and unknown visitor. Oh Click on one and you get a fisheye view from the porch, oh. garage, or second floor window posted by someone who felt like sharing. Yeah. That's number one. Yeah. Number two that's is the, that's the company that's owned by Amazon. That's owned Wait, and really, operated uh, yeah. by when Amazon. You, when you think of what you know Amazon, about Amazon, wh wh there's no reason for them to own this. Worth bringing up yep. that Amazon's the one who made face recognition software that, when used on Congress, identified all the black members of Congress as potential criminals. Right. This is the same company owns just owns like that. the paranoid, racist, uh, old uh, woman living up yeah uh, in the attic. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're a, they're literally a lemonade and a shotgun away yeah. um, from being everyone you think. Citizen acts as quote a roving crime watch. Mm -hmm. And here's a quote from the LA um, Times article on the founder, Andrew Frame, who made Citizen's original teaser ad when mm -hmm. it launched. This is, the, this, is a, this is what the teaser ad was. Mm -hmm. Quote, a young woman is followed by a shadowy figure in New York City parking garage. Terrified, she calls 911, but the police are miles away. Miles. As the app broadcasts her predicament, a montage of hip-looking 20-somethings huh? put down their ramen race to the scene and surround her Wait, just what? as her attacker has her this where like, he wants her. So this is like Bernie gets vigilante justice? What, what is this? This is literally, I will broadcast that I'm in trouble in the hopes that somebody downstairs or runs over there or some random oh citizen runs into the fray and tackles whoever's putting the So this is like a, the, like a modern day guardian angels. Uh, yeah, with, with the caveat being that Anybody can say they're in trouble yeah. anytime, and anywhere. Any, and then people will run and beat them up. And people can run and shoot them. Right. That's true. For too. whatever. That's true too. Yeah. Because now the laws are such that you can shoot anyone for any reason, right? Right. Mother Jones also reported this year that uh, two former citizen employees, um, or two citizen, former citizen employees, said one of their colleagues attended the January 6th insurrection and live streamed it on the app. Oh. So 
these are the people who are tracking your every yeah. move. They yeah. actually are going to the insurrection. The big loser in the anti-anti-anti-anti-woke dick war is you. Well, always. You are now your neighbor's bounty. Your risk went from zero to Amazon and Peter Thiel in like the span of a year. Every move is watched by a major tech company on your phone and computer already, and now it's monitored by your neighbor's phones and your neighbor's computers. Everyone is a spy and a potential criminal now, and that is what these laws are actually making even worse. They're incentivizing you to look next door and say, are they doing something suspicious like moving a bazooka or dropping an embryo in the trash so that I can get 10,000 bucks? To be fair, though, Matt, I'd rather be in the California version where I'm I'm narking out neighbors for their bazookas than I am in the Texas version. Look, I don't disagree with you, but at the center of this is we are requesting that private citizens spy and the facilitation right. of that request is going to big tech. You're right. The same yeah. people who own all the information that we don't want them to own in the first place. Your takeaway is... It's not a good idea. Your takeaway is accurate. But I will say that if I saw someone with a giant gun anywhere, I probably would report them. I probably would be concerned. I don't see giant guns in public ever. Maybe because I live in a California-esque bubble, but... Uh, but yeah, Portland. But Maine, if I yeah. saw a woman going for healthcare services, I would not. I, it would not prompt me to fish my iPhone out of my pocket. I'm just telling you. Well, if you were in Texas, yes, it yes. might. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and the fact is that, uh, like, no matter how you feel about the actual laws, because what California actually banned mm-hmm. is 50 caliber bullet shooting rifles, AK-57s, like, like literally, they banned something that if you were going to war in Ukraine might be a little overkill. They, that's what they banned, right? Like, yeah. they, they didn't ban, like, your little handgun or your your hunting rifle. They didn't ban those things. Yeah. They banned stuff that, like, you only use to go up in a tower of a hotel right. in Las Vegas and shoot a crowd. All right, man, that's this really is too what much. they banned. This is too much. I thought we, I thought we had something fun still, going, BlackRock versus BlackRock, and you took us somewhere else. I'm just telling you, this is the reality of the anti-woke stupidity. I'll tell you. The escalation war gets us to a place where we are relying on not only private citizens, but the apps that facilitate private citizens. Can I add to this, Matt? You've incentivized all the wrong things. I'm going to add a little bit of anecdotal data to this to support your uh, theory. Is that in 2021, sitting in my backyard, I, I noticed zero drones flying above me. In 2022, sitting in my hammock in my backyard, I noticed one drone. So you're right. Those drones can upload all that activity directly to an app where someone can look yeah. at it and decide you are doing something suspicious and maybe citizens arrest you. And even you worse than that, bucks. for someone like me who, who, who still reads challenging fiction, the, the, the whine, the noise of those drones is very distracting and terrible and I hate them. And it, <laughs> and it, and it forces me to reread passages in challenging fiction that I may not like in the first place. You understand how troubling it is for I me? I like that, that that is the concern. <laughs> that is the absolute That's the real issue here. here. It's challenging that fiction. Is business pants and our concerns about how difficult it is to read fiction <laughs> when your neighbors are spying on you. Challenging That's fiction. Rolls. Get it right. I'm Matt Muscardi. We are Free Float Media. Come back tomorrow for more business pants. Until then, 